Welcome back to another bonus episode of The Cabin Podcast. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome to the official podcast of Discover Wisconsin. I'm Susan Foch. I'm Eric Paulson. And Dave doesn't have a microphone. I'm Audio Dave. <laughs> Ironic that Audio Dave has the worst. Doesn't have audio. the microphone. <laughs> Perfect. And for the first time ever in Cabin Podcast history, we are on the road, which is very exciting. We are all in Chippewa Falls this afternoon at the Liney Lodge with some ice cold Leinen Kugel brews in hand, a bucket of uh, bottles on the table, mm -hmm. and we're ready to talk all things beer. More specifically, we are talking about how iconic the Leinen Kugel family is, the beer is, and the brewery in the lodges <laughs> right here in Chippewa Falls. Arguably the most famous and iconic thing about Chippewa Falls, aside from Jack Dawson's uh, very incorrect, uh, in inaccurate comments about fishing in Lake Wissota while he was here. So, it is what it is. And it's of brought course, up locally all the time, I though. Know. Yeah, mm -hmm. so. Well, that's why I said it's, it's arguably <laughs> more famous than that entire uh, taboo comment. <laughs> and, of course, we could not talk about Leinenkugel beer without the Leinenkugels. And today we are joined by Dick Cady and John Leinenkugel right here in the middle of the Liney Lodge. Welcome back to the Welcome. cafe. Welcome. Welcome to the Liney Lodge. Hey, thanks, guys. It's great to be back here. Yeah, we're excited to actually be here. This is, I don't know about you guys, this is my first time physically being here. Dave? This, I've taken a couple brewery tours. He's done it? This yeah. is probably my fifth time here this year. So. This is here. Yeah. <laughs> so Eric is what you consider a super fan. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so first we have to start about the fact that, again, we're here at the Liney Lodge. Everyone, if you're not watching this on YouTube... I don't know what you're doing. Um, that's the exciting part about this entire episode is that we're right here. Um, so first of all, can you guys talk to us a little bit about like exactly why the Liney Lodge as a location is so iconic? Because this is a beautiful facility. Yeah, well, you know, back in 2002, our gift shop and hospitality center that our dad, Katie's grandfather, built was functioning as our tour center where people would check in and and take a brewery tour, and there was a small sampling bar and a little bit of merchandise, but it, it was tiny. Mm -hmm. And we were sold out in the summer. Not enough people <laughs> could get through there. So Jake actually um, pitched the idea of taking a vacant lot, which back in the 1800s, this was a factory for woolen clothing. It was called the Woolen Mill, the Chippewa Woolen Mill. It had since been raised, torn down, and this lot was sitting vacant. And it was his idea to build this welcoming center, hospitality center, a greeting place where people could come and check in for a tour and sample beer and build it right across the creek from the original site where Jacob Leinenkugel first came in 1867 and built his brewery. So that's where we are today is that vacant lot, which is now the Liney Lodge, and we've been here since 2003, mm -hmm. and uh, no yeah. longer a vacant lot. No longer a vacant lot, yeah. A very, and, a very you know what's really spot. cool is this place keeps changing and mm. reinventing itself, and we we've added to the bar, and we've taken away some of the retail and added tables. And next month, Katie. Next month, we are unveiling our pilot brewery, which is in the wall back there, for those oh. of you on YouTube. Oh. Yeah. Um, but behind that wall, we are building our very first pilot brewery. It's a small batch system, and we'll have our brewers. They'll get to play around and make some, uh, some new beers for us. That's exciting. So what makes that pilot brewery different than, I'm assuming, like the more massive spots that you make, all of the... Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, that's, so that's a three to seven barrel system. So okay. it's just much, much smaller. Um, they'll be able to make some test brews and... Kind of like a skunk works, if you will, where they really, really experiment. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Nice. It, you know, otherwise we're brewing beers at 175 barrels at a time in the, in the brewery across the creek. But this will allow us to, you know, brew a new batch, test it out here at the bar at the Liney Lodge, mm. get some immediate feedback from our drinkers. And yeah. if we think it's something that we want to take further, then we'll look at taking it out into a few markets, get some additional feedback, and maybe hit on the next summer shandy. The nice. freshest samples of the freshest beers. That's right. From right on the other side of the wall. Absolutely. That'll Did be you so just come exciting. up with that? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> freshest that. Making a new tagline. <laughs> Write that down. Yeah. Well, it's, it's on tape now that I came up with it originally, so that's good. So there you go. Say it a second time, though, Aaron. Something about freshness. I don't know. <laughs> it was all about freshness. Yeah. All about freshness. So I do have a question again. This is my first time here. What are the two buildings with the large, like, it kind of looks like billboards, but paintings on the other side of the creek? Yeah. What are those? Well, I, I think what you're looking at, the one, the big sign mm-hmm. that says lining kugels yeah. on it, that is where our fermentation and storage cellars okay. sit. So that's connected to the brew house, which was built in 1890. Okay. And then we put in all new brewing system in 2001 and extended that a little bit. But the original brew house is still there, built in 1890. And then right on the other side of that, uh, connected to what we call a pipe bridge, is our malt house, which was actually built in the 1870s, commissioned in 1880. And uh, that building still stands today, as do our stables, built in 1903. And I think the other one that you were looking at, that was the original gift shop hospitality center okay that's got the chippewa trademark on it the waterfall trademark gotcha yeah it's just office space right now okay i was gonna say i think susan you were just looking at the brewery okay and and the barn Okay. Oh, yes. So I don't even think you saw the original hospitality center or tour center that was built in 1979. Probably not, but at least yeah. now, now our listeners know that that's over there. So can the public access any of those buildings or no? Well, during the tour, yeah, certainly. Okay. We, we love to take people through the brew house and the fermentation cellars and into the packaging hall. So mm-hmm. they get to see all of that. Gotcha. Yeah. That's also, awesome. fun fact for you, um, John. Love fun facts. Yeah. Do tell a fun fact. Are What's you going to. What's that building t- over there? Um, oh, brewery. It's Dad, a brewery. Dad, what's that building? Yeah, that's a brewery. This brewery. family cannot say the word brewery yeah. <laughs> to brewery. save their lives. Brewery. Isn't that the we most do ironic it, thing? Brewery. 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 John, uh, say it again how you would actually say it. Jacob Lennon-Kugel. It's, it's the brewery. I'm going over to the brewery. 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 How do... Yeah. How, how are, brewery. Well... Brewery. Brewery. Yeah. I'm just brewery. saying. I, I it's have a fun a, fact. So... Yeah. Brewing company family. In the fun fact is, is that your father and I were born and raised in Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. Right. We have a Chippewa Falls accent. You were not born and raised in Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. Chippewa Falls accent. So you were born and raised in Menominee Falls, Wisconsin. Sure. So yeah. just outside of Milwaukee the... Milwaukee accent. Yeah, you have a southeastern... city slicker. You have a southeastern uh, Milwaukee accent. So That's there. Right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. World so apart. those are some fun facts. Wow. And uh, the icons of... 
the Jacob Lund and Cougar Brewing Company. I love that we yeah. discovered something ironic about this iconic episode. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. I like that. Thank ah, you. very good. You know, it's interesting. Some of those buildings date back to the 1870s and 1880s, but there is a more recent addition there, too. And I believe that's part of the packaging, right? And the bottling. One of the one of the buildings got extended not too long ago. Correct. Well, yeah, we just put in all new packaging equipment, mm-hmm. uh, Eric, in our in our building in 2020, and uh, so we have a whole new packaging hall that gives us further capability to do some uh, different size can packaging. So uh, that's really exciting. We're always changing. We're always adding new and different things and and reinvesting in a brewery that was f- first built. How did I say that? Did I say it okay? Uh, first was built in 1967. <laughs> so you think about that. Perfect. Been around for 154 years. Three years ago in 2017, four years ago in 2017, we built a new malt handling facility. Uh, so we continue to invest and uh, you know do new and different things here. And the Pilot Brewery is just one example of that. That's the next wave of expansion, which is very, very cool. Yeah, really neat. And so it's it's nice now on the brewery tours. If you kind of want to take one before you come here, you can watch some Discover Wisconsin episodes and digital shorts where we do just that. So that's a good warm up. And then, of course, we've we filmed the cabin before for the show, so you can get a sense when you come in here of. It, it's big, but it's cozy at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's pretty remarkable how this was designed. No matter what time of year you come, it's like warm and cozy, and you just want to curl up by the fire, even if it's 95 degrees out when you come in here. <laughs> right, yeah. No, and, and next week, um, you know, it, because there is this holiday season coming, we'll be decorated for Christmas holidays starting next week. I was going to say, we, st- we see a little bit of it happening. A little bit. A teaser. Kind of around the, around yeah. the bar, so that's oh, yeah. pretty exciting. So one thing I wanted to talk about was you guys talked about how fresh the beer on tap is here. So what exactly is, is it just that it comes directly from, I'm going to say the stables, just to be fun. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, it's certainly coming right out of our our brewery and uh, it's draft beer Mm -hmm. that's produced. He's overthinking Right in uh, Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. But that's only part of the freshness story. Mm -hmm. Uh, The other part is how do we serve the beer? Mm. Uh, So our taps are cleaned every week. Our bartenders do that every Tuesday. And they will strip the faucets, clean them, brush uh, the appropriate sanitizer. So that all adds to the beer experience here. Our beer glasses are cleaned in a special um, uh, uh, machine that sanitizes the glass and makes them beer clean. So that's all part of it. And, you know, fresh beer is great, but if it's served through a poor system, it's not going to taste good. Uh, so you're going to get the best fresh beer and the best draft beer experience right here at the Liney Lodge in Chippewa Falls. Okay. The highest quality all along the chain, basically. Absolutely. Right to so the glass. I like that you kind of said there's a there's kind of a proper way to drink a Kugel's beer, which I think is quite fun because the only other time I've heard that is at the Guinness factory in Dublin that they were so specific about their process for it. So I kind of like that there's a whole Kugel process for it. That's yeah. exciting. We have a long ways to go in the great United States of America <laughs> in terms of properly drinking beer. So, <laughs> and you can start your experience and your education right here at the Liney Lodge I love in Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin, where there is a brewery right across the creek. 
Crick. Oh, you say Crick. Uh-huh. Crick? Yeah, Duncan Crick. Yeah. Or is it Duncan Creek? <laughs> it's not, what would I say? Duncan. You said Crick. I would said say Crick. Crick. Yeah. That's Duncan a Milwaukee Crick. thing. Yep. I'm a, I vote for Creek. I, I think the two I like Creek, really? Creek all the way. Yep. 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 Well, and that's the nice part when you come to the lodge. Duncan Creek's beautiful. Wow. And it you is. just walk right across Class that a little Trout bridge. Stream. Oh, it is. Oh, <laughs> Audio Dave? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Audio loves, Dave loves stream fishing. Yes. Audio Dave brought his travel fishing poles. Yeah, his, ro- his road rod, <laughs> your, your road rod. Oh, yeah. which is amazing. So one other thing too, aren't there events that happen here that people can enjoy year round? There are events that people can enjoy year-round here at almost, the Liney Lodge. Almost, almost every weekend. Almost every weekend. Yeah. So anything from yoga nights to trivia nights to one of our most popular events is Paws and Pints. That happens, I think, almost once a month now. Woof, woof. Where, uh, yeah, <laughs> drinkers can bring their dog friends onto oh our patio. Um, we've had weddings here. That's actually becoming bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. I, li- I like what your dad says about Paws and Pints. It's where we open up the Liney Lodge to our furry friends, and they're allowed to bring their humans. <laughs> I like that. So it's when primarily dogs. People don't bring their cats as much? Or? Nah, not I mean, really. Mostly dogs, yeah. But, <laughs> dog, you know, dog friendly we do that to uh, benefit the Humane Society here in Chippewa County and Eau Claire County as well. So there's always a little, you know, another twist to it. And, and, of course, one of the biggest events that we throw every year is... Uh, what we now call the kickoff to summer party. Mm. Uh, that happened uh, usually that third weekend in June, right around Father's Day weekend. It's on that Saturday of Father's Day weekend, and we had a great event this year. It was great to be back doing it live, and we expanded the grounds and held it on the other side of the grounds in front of the barn. We had beer wagons, food trucks, uh, games, and uh, it was just a fabulous day. So that's always the third weekend in June. Uh, I invite all of our listeners of the podcast, the Cabin Podcast, to come mm-hmm. back and see us on that third weekend in June to kick off summer. And same with Oktoberfest. Which happens so? In yeah, that was a new event for us this yeah. year. We uh, kicked off Oktoberfest, and evidently, um, it's going to build. Uh, we had a nice crowd, had a great live band, mm-hmm. and uh, brought people to Chippewa Falls the Thursday before the Friday kickoff of Oktoberfest. And again, uh, we're going to do it again and uh, invite people to come back and uh, raise their steins and uh, <laughs> stick around for the weekend because it's a fabulous weekend to be here in Chippewa Falls. Third yeah. weekend the the Chippewa Falls Oktoberfest event, Eric and Susan, has always started here, right mm-hmm. at the Liney mm-hmm. Lodge on okay. the other side, the brewery side, we call it, the brewery side. <laughs> Laugh if you need to or want to, Miss Katie. I'm good. And that is across the creek where <laughs> we, where the the Festmeister and Festmeisterin for that year's celebration is introduced. And the event kicks off there where the golden keg is escorted, Mm -hmm. almost rolled out of the brewery. (laughs) I'm saying these words over and over again because by the end of the the podcast here, the cabin cast, I might get these words exactly right. But uh, the golden keg is is escorted out of the brewery. Via horse. And uh, hitched up to the uh, hitching wagon that comes out of the barn Mm -hmm. or from behind the barn here on the Jacob Lonnie Brewery grounds. And uh, the keg is paraded up the 
road up the street to the fest grounds where the keg is then tapped by the newly announced Festmeister and Festmeister Inn. So that is a, as Dick was saying, a wonderful event that uh, if people from Wisconsin or the upper Midwest, you know, want to come and visit us here at Lonnie Kugels, that's a great time of year, September, and what a wonderful event to get your lederhosen on and your drindle? <laughs> drindle. 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 Yeah, I'm getting yep. there. The Dirndl's uh, the Lederhosen. To, to, you know, get your Germanic uh, spirit on and have a uh, fun weekend. And oh it's, my it's right at the Northern Wisconsin State Fairgrounds, right. which is literally a walk up the hill. Correct. Maybe three quarters of a mile. Correct. So it's a nice, easy parade. It's very, very fun. Yep, that's awesome. Well, I've gotten winded. <laughs> I mean, you're going straight up a hill, so yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it is. But, you know, the so we can't be at the top of the hill is a fresh... A brewery fresh, Lining Kugel's Oktoberfest. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, oh, I love and it. And that time of year, we're still enjoying our uh, largest selling, best selling brand of beer, Lining Kugel's Summer Shandy mm. as well. Of course. So. That actually brings me to my next question, which is there is a beer for every season. So can you walk us through, I know I actually pulled out a bunch that were from, well, quite frankly, I just wanted to make a nice centerpiece, but I pulled everything off of the wall. (laughs) So can you kind of walk us through exactly like what the process is all year long and what brews come out at what time? I think it might be fun if we talked about, if we went back in time a little bit in history and talked about... (laughs) You know, a, a well, Lining Kugels, we really had like three beers, four beers, and there was a seasonal beer. So let's start with that because, Dick, if, if you want to talk about... And then I'll bring us or, back to real time. Okay. So you go. Okay. <laughs> well, our first seasonal at Lining Kugels was mm-hmm. a Bach beer. Okay. And Bach beers were a, Germ- a heavy Germanic brew that was brewed in the wintertime and released in the spring to celebrate the spring. And uh, that was really our first seasonal. But as beer has grown and expanded and changed throughout our country, Bachs are now out year-round. Mm-hmm. You know, there's one in... Our great country that is very well established, and that beer is available year round. But we here at Leinenkugel still hold true a little bit to the Germanic tradition of brewing a Bach in the colder months, and uh, we release now our toasted Bach, which is just a fabulous beer. In fact, I had this year's brew for the first time last week. I had nice. mine last night. Nice yeah. and. I was impressed with it. I absolutely loved it. It's a deep, rich mahogany Bach in the true Mm. tradition of Bachs. And it's hearty, it's full-flavored, but yet it's drinkable, it's refreshing like a Leinenkugel's beer should be. You certainly, after you finish the first one, want a second or third one (laughs) if you're not driving. You know, or if you're just sitting home on YouTube watching this cabin cast, (laughs) you know. But uh, that was the brewery's first seasonal beer. And then um, we got into the 1980s, and our dad, Bill Leinenkogel, Dick and I's dad, said, you know, we need something for the fall. And we came up with a nice amber or Marzen-style beer that is really patterned after on what, what American Oktoberfest beers are. And I'll let Dick talk about Oktoberfest, but that's really the beer to celebrate the fall. 
And I was telling you about our dad creating this beer. It was called Lonnie Kugel's Limited. Mm. Now, Limited didn't become Oktoberfest. We no longer brew this beer called Limited. Uh, but we do brew Lining Kugel's Oktoberfest to celebrate the fall. So it was properly named because it was indeed a limited It release. was, Eric. Yeah. yeah, in fact, the whole premise of the beer was we were going to brew, and we did brew a, this beer to a very limited number of barrels. And when it was gone, when it was sold out, it, w- it was done. We were done with it. Thus the name, Lining Kugel's Limited. Perfect. But that really... That place, you know, that September, October time frame really became known for what we do today in today's time, Wine and Kugel's Oktoberfest, with a great Marzen style beer, Marzen meaning uh, March in German. But you would brew these, again, the Germans would brew these beers in the spring to release in the fall to celebrate either Oktoberfest or the fall season. It requires a lot of planning ahead. For all the ingredients for just aging and the whole nine yards. Uh, of course, uh, you're one of your most popular beers. In fact, I guess it is the most popular right now, right? It's the one you initially started to brew for summer. Right. Well, you know, prior to that, Eric, we had a beer for summer called Lining Kugel's Berry Vice. Oh, That was yeah. our summer seasonal. In fact, mm. a lot well, of people don't know. I didn't know that was a summer seasonal. I thought so, that was anytime. Well, here's the story. <laughs> a lot of people actually don't know that Honey Vice was first created as a summer seasonal beer. So back in 1995, when we released it, it was going to be only for the summer. People started drinking it, got introduced to it at Summerfest, and they absolutely loved it. The feedback from our distributors and drinkers was, you have to keep this out year-round. There's nothing that actually ties it to the summer, except that it's a wheat beer, and the Germans drink a lot more of their, their beers made with wheat in the summertime. They're a little bit lighter, a little bit crisper. But that... We kept out year-round, so the following year we had to come up with a new idea for a summer seasonal beer, so we took the idea of adding berries into a beer, and that created Berry Vice. Nice. So we came out with Berry Vice as a summer seasonal beer. It stayed summer seasonal for over 10 years, and in 2006 we put it out to a vote to our Liney Lodge members. Said, hey, do you want this beer out year-round or not? 75% of them voted, and 75% of those who voted said, we want it year-round. Nice. So all of a sudden, we have to come up with a new summer seasonal beer. I said to our team, I said, what do the Germans do in the summer? A couple of things the Germans do. They drink a lot more of their Hefeweizen, and their wheat beer, their unfiltered wheat beer. They go to Köln and buy this beer called Kolsch. It's a Kolsch-style brewed by the, the breweries of that area in Köln, Germany. It's a light, lighter, uh, it's a hybrid style. It's both an ale, can be an ale or a lager, but it's brewed at a higher temperature and imparts a little bit of fruitiness to the beer. We have a Kolsch beer, Lining Kugel's Canoe Paddle. Canoe Paddle, yes. Um, but they also did this interesting thing where they mixed beer with fruit juice. They call it a rottler in Germany. And it could be mixed with any style of juice, grapefruit, lemon lime soda, Actually, okay. Coca-Cola as well. Oh, but Coca-Cola it, and beer. Yeah, or Coke. That yeah, does not soda. sound yeah, like it would go together. <laughs> a straight mix, and it lowers the alcohol to two and a half percent alcohol by volume. And that was really intriguing to me. So we came back with our team and started mixing our beer. We took a base beer, our Honey Vice beer was the base. We started mixing it with a lot of different things: orange juice, ginger ale, lemon lime soda. And, that sounds and like it, fun experimentation. Yeah, it does yeah. sound fun, yeah. But you know what? 
to all of them, to me, though, still tasted more like soda than they did like beer when you're doing the mixing. It wasn't until one of our brewers, uh, Jackie Lauman, who works in the Milwaukee Brewery, came back and said, you know, Dick, if we brew the beer to be a lighter style beer and then flavor it with a natural lemonade flavor at the end of the brewing process, we'll keep the alcohol percent at 4.2%, but yet it will impart that, you know, nice fruitiness to the beer, but it will be beery. I tasted it, and I said, wow, this is the one. Let's go out and test it. We took it out to bars. The immediate feedback from people were like, you know, they had never tasted a beer like this before. You could see it in their eyes. I knew we had a winner right there. So we released Lining Kugel's Summer Shandy in, I think it was April of 20, 2007. Mm. We wanted it to be in market through August. It was sold out by the 4th of July. <laughs> We doubled the production the following year in 2008, again sold out by the 4th of July. Oh my gosh. So we really knew we had something. And uh, it was in, uh, I think, 2010 that we made the commitment to take this to all 50 states, put some real advertising support behind it, get all of our distributors in on it. And that beer today is over 50% of our brewery's volume. And, you know, it's out in market for about five months. Oh I didn't gosh, know it was that much. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. That's but incredible. you do see it anywhere you travel in the country. It's well, it's hopefully. there. Yeah, it's an yeah. iconic beer. It's become one. Yeah, and so yeah. what, what, what we don't want it to be is a hidden gem. No, we want it to be iconic. <laughs> <laughs> now, Shandy's traditionally been lemon added to beer, right? It a is. So if you go to the UK or Ireland and ask for a Shandy, they'll take their harp lager pour half of it in a glass and take uh, usually lemon-lime soda right off the gun mm. and pour it in. And in a lot of places, especially in England, it's almost got a negative connotation. Mm. Like, uh, that's the ladies' drink, you know, <laughs> it's half, half the alcohol, mm. you know, or it's what you drink in the morning when you don't want the full alcohol. It's what you drink in yeah. the morning. Yeah. <laughs> a breakfast Shandy. It's your you breakfast will. beverage. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Shandy's... But forget coffee. Radlers are... Radlers and usually is what in I've Austria. associated it with, yeah. It, but it can be lemon-lime. Yeah, okay. I was just in Switzerland, and uh, theirs was uh, a, a lemonade radler. Huh. Yeah, in Switzerland. So Austria, Switzerland, Germany, they're usually So the definitions radlers. vary. Okay. Yep. I was just going to ask you about your European, your recent European trip to see if you had a beer with lemonade. I did, yeah. You did? Yeah, I did. Where? <laughs> Austria? Uh, it, uh, no, I was Switzerland? in Switzerland. Yep. It, okay. Yep, up on the mountain outside of uh, Lucerne. Because mm. when I was, I would press you in South Germany, you wouldn't see beer and lemonade mixed together, necessarily. It's lemon-lime soda. Well, off the draft, yeah. But I mean the packaged beer, John. The one that they package and sell is uh, lemonade or grapefruit. Okay. Yep. All right. Usually at two and a half percent alcohol. So to me, again, mm -hmm. it, it, it tastes more like soda, not yeah. beer. Yeah. And I think that's what we hit on with our summer shandy is. Well, that was the key. The lemon doesn't get involved until after the yeah, brewing. It adds most certainly the, the refreshment. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's a lighter style beer, which means you can enjoy more of them. And it's only 4.2% alcohol by volume. But alcohol adds flavor to beer. Hmm. And it's an important component of flavor of beer. So we've covered spring, summer, and fall yeah, in our got seasonality. For winter. For but winter, you, Eric, you know what you also covered, which, which in Dick's, you know, speech, 
but not speech, but monologue. I, monologue, yeah, his monologue. Monologue's better than a speech, Katie. Thank you. Um, you just got how Summer Shandy was born, was created, mm-hmm. and it's a great story. And Dick is. Um, Great at telling that story because he was intricately involved in that. Uh, he was leading it. His team is integral to me as well. It but uh, <laughs> but it, but it's pretty. But but I mean, I think one of your questions off camera, off microphone, was how do we create beers? And he just told you an authentic story of how a beer and a brand was created by this little brewery. So mm-hmm. kind of neat. Love it. And there's different stories for all the different ones you come up with. I would imagine this is one of your prime winter Well, it, it was until this year. Now Toast and Bach took its place. So oh. Snowdrift Vanilla Porter is only going to be in our sample pack, our brewology pack. So oh. all okay. the fans of Snowdrift Vanilla Porter will have to buy it four bottles at a time. Wow. Uh, that, that's you know, that's supply okay. Chain, Challenge accepted. Madagascar, the only real source of vanilla. Mm-hmm. Really hard to get, expensive ingredient. And um, we thought Toast Bach would be a much better choice in these uh, supply-constrained times. And that mm-hmm. was created because uh, on a Sunday morning when uh, my brother Dick decided not to go to church. Instead, he went for a snowmobile ride. He got stuck in a snowdrift, and he couldn't get his snowmobile out, and he was thirsty, and he started drinking the snow, and he said it tastes like vanilla. The snowdrift vanilla porter. Okay. <laughs> Come on, that's a great story. Oh, my gosh. Story. So anyway. I have photos. We also have another winter beer now um, that actually just came out, and it's called our Chocolate Dunkel. Oh, so yes. We don't have it in front of us, okay. but we'll grab a can later and show you. Um, so that beer is made with cocoa nibs, yes. and uh, cocoa it, nibs. It, if you open it, it smells like a Willy Wonka factory. And in fact, oh, really? we had a beer dinner a few weeks ago, and Dick said, let's not give them the cake at the end. Let's give them a glass of this. And we ended up bringing the cake later. But anyway, um, people clapped. I mean, it was, we got a, an right. audience to just break out in, in uh, applause because it's such a wonderful beer. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Dessert in a glass. It's dessert chocolate in a glass. Goodness, I, like I saw you, Katie, last night enjoying your chocolate dunkle with a, like a chocolate donut. From Quick Drip. Listen, one of my projects, I've got a really cool <laughs> job. One of my projects was to pair Quick Trip foods with our Lining Kugels beers. And I was like, what goes better with a chocolate beer than one of their chocolate donuts? Oh my God, a glazer. It was Done. incredible. Love it. And did you so, have, uh, what, what was the, uh, the main entree you had? Was that the chicken fettuccine? Or what I was had it? the beef stroganoff and okay. I paired it with our drink Wisconsin, Wisconsin lager. And how was that pairing? (laughs) Chef's kiss. She's she's good at her (laughs) job. I'm good at my job. It was wonderful. Speaking of, so that's actually my next question. Obviously, it's almost like we rehearsed this, but we didn't. almost like it. Obviously, one of the iconic things about the Lining Kugels is the fact that you are the Lining Kugels. You're on your sixth generation, or is it seventh? Sixth. The sixth generation. But I find it hilarious that you guys are brothers, and this is your dad and your uncle. Like, how do you guys all work together? Probably in the nicest way you can maybe answer that question. There is no handbook. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. Distance, <laughs> distance helps. Yeah, <laughs> distance 
Uh, that makes Thanksgiving really awkward, but that's okay. Right. <laughs> Dad, you ought to take that one. Well, he doesn't have to take that one. He, he's well, almost out. I, I want to go back <laughs> to the seventh generation and... The seventh or the sixth? Yeah. Or the second? Oh, yeah. The the lack of the seventh generation. There he is. Oh, boy. There is. I knew that was coming. Oh. Okay. Got to get I a dig see. in there when you So, uh, yeah. this is a so true Katie family is discussion sixth, Katie is the sixth generation. Her eyes John are very big right now. Yeah. And, yeah, there are members of the seventh generation, but they're they not. They do exist. They're too young. Yeah, they're Correct. too young. Okay. They're not in the business yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so... It was really interesting. I think, you know, Katie and I actually spoke at a family business conference uh, virtually this year uh, that was held in Sioux, Sioux Falls, yep. South Dakota. Yep. It was really interesting, you know, hearing other stories about family businesses and, you know, how, how do you survive? How do you thrive? How do you pass it along, you know, to the next generation? And, you know, I really think being part of a company that's in a small town and being raised in a small town like Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin, uh, where you know everybody and where your family, your employees are like family. Um, and then the values that derive from that uh, are one of the things that have kept us Lining Kugels, you know, working together now for six generations of, of family. Uh, I think that's that's part of it is is where we grew up and the values that you have um, growing up in small town Midwest Wisconsin and and having those values. Uh, I also think that it certainly doesn't come without challenges, but. Uh, you know, in 1988, we sold our company to Miller Brewing Company, and part of the strategy from Miller Brewing Company was to keep the family involved in the business. So my brother Jake, uh, you know, at a very young age, became president of the company, and I, I left a sports marketing career and came to work for the brewery, and John came to work for the brewery after he graduated from UW-Stout and, you know, opened up state of Michigan. So there were three brothers in the brewery, and it was always, I think, important for our parent company to give us the autonomy, give us the freedom to operate a little bit independently and different, you know, not to millerize us, which mm -hmm. was what we talked about. And, hmm. you know, thankfully, that was part of the equation as well. Now that we're part of Molson Coors, um, I think we, we have the same relationship uh, that we had with then Miller Brewing Company. We're, we're operating a brewery here in Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin, an iconic brand here that people can come and see and touch and taste here at our Liney Lodge. And, uh, but we're, we're inextricably linked to who we are in Wisconsin mm -hmm. as well. And, and that's really important. Well, and it's nice because with, with Miller Coors or Molson Coors, you, you have some resource sharing you can do. You can mm -hmm. access their distribution network, but you can still remain a yeah. family brewery and come up with all brewery. I said that mm -hmm. right, right? Mm -hmm. And then come up with <laughs> all the new brands, all the new yep. types, and then, mm -hmm. of course, innovate with what you're working on over here. And being part cool. of that larger company also gives us a, an opportunity to, you know, play to our own strengths and interests too. So mm -hmm. I've got a cousin, Tony, in the sixth generation, and he's doing sales in Dallas. And that's not something he'd be able to do 
four most or four lining kugels if we didn't have Molson Coors there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Kirk, cousin Kirk in the sixth generation, gets to actually brew beer. That's what he loves to do. And Matt is environmental and safety specialist and I'm in marketing in Milwaukee so we're all over but Mm -hmm. um, having that larger company gives a family company an opportunity to do different things Mm -hmm. and not have to work together every single day. You get to spread out. (laughs) So one thing I wanted to touch on though as you you've commented how is the transition going from the fifth to the sixth generation? It's a lot of me telling them to stop talking. (laughs) Land the plane. <laughs> oh my we gosh! Do this a lot. <laughs> well, I I am looking forward to uh, bowing out sometime next year at the end of 2022, and you know I feel it's one of my greatest goals or responsibilities to make sure that the next generation, you know, has has meaningful. I don't want to say employment, but it is learning. You know, yeah. about... I'd like to know that I have a job. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. But, you know, having a, having a transition to certain experiences. So we're providing that for Katie and for Tony and certainly Matt and Kirk working here at the brewery. John's going to be around for another 10 years, maybe. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I, I think that transition will, will certainly take place. It's, I think, in our interests as a brewery and as a brand to continue that legacy, you know, the build upon the legacy that the previous generations have, have built. So I think that's important to our, our parent company, Molson Coors. And uh, we hope that we can uh, have this be a family managed business for the next 154 years. Love it. Awesome. I got to have kids first. Oh, is that where that dig came from? That's where that dig came from. <laughs> and that's part of the, well, part of the family. Yeah. There's Lindsay and there's Jeffrey. Yeah, it's not all on yeah, me. It's not all on you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So We're really getting note, the inside though, scoop here. We're really, yes. we're, yeah. I feel like we're partially at your Thanksgiving I table. I was going to say, you feel like you're at Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> exactly. Well, we do have the most crucial ingredient. We, yeah, do. You do. we do. Okay, I've got one last question before we're going to do something a little bit fun, which will really only be fun for our YouTube watchers. Um, but who can we expect to see in the upcoming years of the sixth generation? As Dick, you commented that you're going to be kind of bowing out in 2022. So who can people expect? Christian Yelich. He's taken over. Oh. Okay. That's, that's, <laughs> what, that's what Dick doesn't want to say is he's uh, Christian Yelich will be president. Really? I uh, did not know that. <laughs> you heard it here first. Yes. News Are you going to be him. Mrs. Yelich? Maybe someday. Oh, all right. Uh, I love it. So I, I think to answer your question. Um, I forgot the question. <laughs> the next generation. Oh, who are, are we going to see? There are currently yes. four members of the next generation, the sixth generation in the brewery. Katie, who's sitting to my left. Uh, Tony Buer, uh, who's my uh, sister Kate's second uh, oldest boy. And Tony is doing a great job in sales in Dallas right now. And then uh, Matt and Kirk. And... Um, Right now, uh, I, you know, I, I think both Tony and Katie are on uh, an experience where they're, they're getting new experiences and doing work both in marketing and in sales. So uh, at some point, Katie and Lindsay, but there may be a Katie time. And Lindsay. I meant Tony and Katie. <laughs> yep. Katie and Lindsay are Lindsay my Lindsay is my daughters. twin sister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that a Freudian slip? That was weird. 
could be Lindsay. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Lindsay. We're getting so a lot Dick of just so, wants to turn yeah. it over I to his twin daughters, so, Katie and Lindsay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but I, I think uh, at some point there, there will be a leader of this brewery that's a non-family member. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Well, in the time being, we are going to end this entire episode on what we think will be a very fun note. Again, if you are not watching it on YouTube. I'm nervous. Get on YouTube. Uh, we are going to present the three Latin Kugels with a blind taste test to see if you can guess your own flavors. So... Okay. Somehow I, uh, we will I forgot this was coming, so I've wrecked my palate with our one and only IPA. So I won't be able to taste really anything. <laughs> That's great. It'll, because, it'll be fun. You know, the only thing I can taste are four magnificent hops <laughs> of Lemon Haze IPA. So That's what I have right yeah, now is the Lemon Haze. Okay. Cheers this to you. This is delish. All yeah. Right. Audio Dave? Let's do this for these yeah. little yeah. cameras here. Right. Touch oh, bottoms, as they do in Germany. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Prost. 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 Yep. I do have one side question, which here, you can you use. Do that. When is the pilot, when is that opening up for people to check out? I have to look for Katie because we're yeah. having a meeting on that tomorrow. So we are. We're, we're um, we are hoping to uh, get some of that equipment going in the next month. And hopefully we'll start brewing beer probably toward the end of November, beginning of December. Okay. So by Christmas, that thing will be up and running. We hope so. Hopefully. And then hopefully we'll have beer from that pilot available at the Liney Lodge Bar. We're hoping in December. Okay. So that'll be nice. The, the, the true innovation part. Pilot yep. Brewery coming out and people can actually do maybe some spontaneous food pairings. They can. I'm still remembering your chocolate donut. Chocolate. Oh, gosh. Yeah. You, everybody needs to try that and also. I think... Listen, social media, this is a little bit of a tangent, but last night I was looking on social media. A guy had posted the chocolate dunkel mixed with a shot of espresso, a shaken espresso. You guys, this sounds so good. Shout out to that guy and his innovation. Well, I'm still, he's, he's probably been up since he did that because he he's been caffeinated like nobody's been. business. So, yeah, but wow, sounded great. It does. Well, and really, I, I, I see in the future more people like bringing in various foods maybe pre-approval, but for more pairing opportunities. Because the fact that you're able to, like, going back to Honey Vice and Berry Vice, you can mix the beers and make some great new beers like the Honey mm -hmm. Berry. Mm -hmm. And there's a whole list when you come to the Liney Lodge. There's, there's a whole list of beers you can mix. Brewology. For a whole new experience. That's right. With the already existing Line and Kugel's beers. The food pairings with all of the new ones, including coming out of this Pilot Brewery, mm -hmm. that is going to be a, 2022 is going to be the most flavorful year ever. I love that. Uh, we should we should tagline that. All right, you guys. I did have the bartender. I told her just to choose three different beers for us. So let's see what you got. So I'm going to go left or right. Okay. Am I going to do this after you? They're professionals at this. Look at them. Well, they are professionals. Oh Fifth generation, sixth generation. Dick Leinenkugel, current brewery president, sixth generation. His daughter, Katie Leinenkugel. You, you don't have to fill this I'm Sorry. filling air. I want to fill air. Yeah. That's not, that's so. Not what you have to do. Okay. Well, I want to. Okay. Yeah. I know they can edit it, but it's more fun if they don't have to edit it. And I just fill yeah. the. I have my answers. You have your answers. I do. All right. Okay. Locked and loaded. When did Chocolate Dunkel go on draft? Uh, and this week, I believe. Ooh. Which is how I know it's Chocolate Dunkel. Oh by the way. well. So Taste testing. So this one. Okay. Don't. Okay. I, let me go first. Okay. I got to go first. Okay. I'm, the, I'm the least experienced one, then you can confirm, okay? Or tell me if I'm wrong. 
which you like to do a lot. Okay, I'm going to say this one, this first one, is canoe paddle kolsch. Is that a hmm, yes or a... So, Katie, the first time I, I smelled it and tasted it, I said, it smells like the brewery, and it smells like the beer that I grew up drinking. Original. Which is Liney's Original. That's the very first one I got. It's not dark that. enough to be original, though. Um, so that's what I got. Uh, but now when I go back and taste it, because you planted that little seed in my mind mm-hmm. about the saz hop, I'm getting that little spicy saz hop character. A little bit of the here. rye. Canoe Paddle Kolsch. I might, I might be swayed to okay. say that's Canoe Paddle Kolsch. And the other one? This one, well, this one we know is chocolate dunkle. Right, right, right. Don't even have to taste it. Uh, this one I'm going to go with light. Liney's light. I concur. Liney's light. Mm-hmm. Correct. I love it. All of them. All so so they, them. Were, they were All correct. Three. Susan? Yes. Is it so, CPK? Yep. Canoe Pedal Coach? Okay. So, yep. Susan, I mean, here, I need to be boastful for a moment. I just smelled that. <laughs> and you, you I get got to be it boastful with for aroma. That, for and that's because sure. aroma is really key in tasting beer, not drinking beer, but tasting beer it makes up over 80%, over 85% of what you taste. I love it. Yeah, it's a little hidden gem for you <laughs> from this iconic brewery. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I yeah. think without a doubt, I honestly have no idea how long we've been recording this entire thing, Audio Dave, but I think without a doubt <laughs> we've done our job of figuring out and explaining why the Line and Kugels <laughs> are so iconic to Wisconsin and why specifically the Lightning Lodge is also very iconically Wisconsin. So, with And any- it is by the way very cool as to you know, the Liney Lodge has been here since 2003, you said, right? Right. And it always, there's always something new. And what's going on with this pilot brewery, too? I mean, as you go into 2022, there's going to be that much more of new experiences here. Yep. So definitely. Always something fun Doesn't matter different. the season. Get up here. Or the reason. Or down here, if you're listening Doesn't to it. Doesn't matter the season, season or, or the reason. reason. Are you rhyming? Get to the Liney even Lodge if like you're, I'm in marketing. Even if you're freezing. <laughs> sure. All righty. Today's bonus episode of The Cabin was sponsored by the Liney Lodge in Chippewa Falls, where your brewery tour begins. Hosted by Eric Paulson, Dave Janis, and me, Susan Foch, with guest hosts of Dick, Katie, and John Leinenkugel. Produced by me and Audio Dave with social media by me and Courtney Haas. The Cabin was a production brought to you by Discover Media Works. Learn more at discovermediaworks.com, and don't forget to leave us a review. I want another beer. Okay. Should we do our final cheers? I'm incredibly good at that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. Hit the subscribe button. (laughs) That's right. That will be the end.